When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The following is a presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports. On the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Look out. He's got some room. He's got some speed. And he's got the end zone on his side. Got it. Touchdown. Oops. That was too quick. And how do you like the start this football season? The flush with the right hand. Goes up. He's This is Doc Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. Time now for your daily dose of Oregon athletics. Here's your host, Joey Mack. Thank you, and welcome inside the Casanova Center, the second floor across from the soccer offices. I say that because I'm very glad that our first guest today for Athletic Director Thursday brought to you by Bymart. She was able to find us. That is stellar. We're off to a great start. <laughs> Yay. Jody Sykes is our chief compliance officer here at the University of Oregon, and she is our first guest today. We will also hear from Mario Cristobal, head coach, Oregon football. Jim Mastro, he is the running backs coach for the Ducks. And we're hoping to have enough time to hear from Alex Mirabal, the offensive line coach today. For those of you that are live with us in the 1 o'clock hour, if you're watching on the Facebook stream, keep in touch to add Oregon football on Twitter. We have a very special quack minute coming for you. Myself and Rob Mosley were appropriately replaced today after the Ducks walkthrough. Cyrus Vibilikio and Sean Kilpatrick did the quack minute today. It was our best quack minute of the year, and the quack video dream team at the editing station here in the studio is feverishly working. Go dream team. That's right. The dream team is ready to go. All right. Now, it is Athletic Director Thursday brought to you by Bymark. Get ready for your season for less. She's Jody Sykes. She's the Chief Compliance Officer here at the University of Oregon. And welcome to the new studio. Thank you. This is exciting. I've seen the show, but I haven't obviously been in here. So it was fun to find the place and to actually be in the studio with other people and not just hear them in the headset. That's this right. is kind of cool. And Randy is still here with us Hi, in spirit. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> still back, uh, he's still back in studio running the radio side. All the video side is here, of course. Uh, Gio and Luther are the men that are making this possible Hi, today. Gio and Luther. Thank Yay. you to Gio and Luther. Um, I also uh, have to say that I'm glad that you found the place, and thank you so much for coming oh, on on short notice. Yeah, we, we had We had some shuffling that happened. Uh, you know, senior associate athletic directors, athletic directors, deputy athletic directors, they tend to be very busy. Fortunately, I'm not kidding, there was one 
that had an opening on Thursday <laughs> at 1 o'clock, and it happened to be Jody Sykes. Well, how was the summer? What did you do all summer? Anything um, exciting? You know, my summer kind of was a little different than originally planned. Uh, a couple, you know, different reasons, personal and professional. But sure. uh, July turned out to be a very busy month uh, for the athletic department, as I'm sure you've covered in a yes. variety of, of shows already. But uh, kind of changed the, the plans for the summer. It was still a very good summer. Technically, it's not over. But as we all know, once football reports, it's basically over That's So right. for all of us. Um, so, yeah, no, it was it was a good summer. Not a lot of exciting. I would much rather talk about, since I haven't seen you, the wedding and <laughs> your, your new wife. And, uh, you know, I'm sure you've talked about it already, too. But just, you know, congratulations. Thank and, you. And happy that that finally happened. Thank you. Me, too. <laughs> and she didn't uh, leave you at the altar, so we're good. She, she did not leave me at the <laughs> altar. I, uh, I did make that joke, I think, when you were on in the spring. I'd said... For the longest time that uh, if my now wife had her wits that day that she would be like, nope, I'm way <laughs> too good for her. But instead we got to enjoy a few of these and everything worked out uh, for the better. Thank you for saying of that. Course, I appreciate absolutely. it. We are uh, a couple weeks in and uh, she, she, well, she, she says that she's still happy. There so you go. I, I think I'm you doing, must be something, doing something right. right. That's yep, right. There you go. I like Thank it. you for saying I like that. It. Of course, I, of I really course. do appreciate it. Yeah. I've, I've still got it on the finger. It, yeah, it, that's it's a good still thing. a little big. It comes off too easily. Okay. That's what people tell me anyway. Yeah, you might want to um, get that fixed. That's the Especially plan. Especially when it gets cold because your fingers will get smaller if you're cold outside. And really? It yeah, and it falls off. Because if you're cold, if your fingers are cold, like my fingers are warm right now. If huh. your fingers are cold, your, 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 the fluid leaves and your ring will fall off. So just be careful. Athletic training <laughs> is also something that Jody Sykes <laughs> knows about. This is outstanding. No, uh, I'm only because great. it's happened to me. Like my really? ring has fallen off. If I've my fingers have been really cold. It's been a really cold weather. Huh. Um, if they're a little bit loose, they will they will fall off. Good to know. Yeah. All right. Well, we do have a few things to get to. Uh, you mentioned a summer of transition, and let's start with uh, I know the sport that is probably the closest to your heart because you played golf in college. You have a new women's golf coach. Absolutely, Derek Radley. He is phenomenal. Uh, super excited for him to to be joining us. Actually, we spoke with him for about an hour this morning. We were just connecting on some things. He will physically be in Eugene this weekend with his wife, Sarah, and their son, their two-and-a-half-year-old son, Palmer. Um, super, super excited for him. He's been out on the recruiting trail since we were hired him. He's been connecting with all of our current student-athletes as well as the uh, incoming and then the future, hopefully future ducks. Um, just super excited. His enthusiasm is just contagious and uh, hired a great assistant coach in Monica Vaughn. Mm -hmm. uh, super excited to actually get her here this weekend as well it's a big weekend uh, for golf it is it's going to be a big weekend and believe it or not they have their first tournament september 15th it comes up quick doesn't it's it so fast i feel like golf always sneak, it sneaks up on me i know it doesn't sneak up on you it can though i mean it, it does come at you quick with golf i think uh, people forget that that's really one of those sports very similar to tennis it's kind of a year-long deal Absolutely. isn't it it's a split season you know they're gonna they're gonna go they'll be here the 7th of september and they'll have that first tournament on the 15th they'll have three other tournaments throughout the fall uh and then they'll have a break november and december most of november all of december most of january and then they'll have their spring season as well uh you know and it's every other week ish depending on the schedule uh, but it really is it's a split lengthy season partly because you have to play when the weather is available right mm -hmm. so you play that fall segment and then you come back and play the heart of that spring championship segment um and and go hopefully you know to regionals and nationals and, and beyond playing for a long time absolutely and then, you play through the, and then you play through the summer as a competitive uh student athlete in this case you know they're playing through the summer and the coaches are recruiting through the summer so you've got constant you know february to november ish uh for them and their break is really that winter those couple of winter months Phew, not crazy. much it's much. crazy, and it's here before you know it, and gone again before you know it. That's kind of the way things work. Yeah, absolutely. I never understood the phrase that the years run together <laughs> uh, until I worked in athletics. Yep. And I, th this actually happened to me for the first time this summer. Jerry, Georgie, Terry, and I were talking about some season. I don't even remember what one. And they were like, I don't know what year that was. They just run together. Yeah. And I was like, no, it was this year. And yeah. they were like. No, that wasn't right. <laughs> like, no, that you you're wrong. And so it's it, happening to you too. I know. Here it goes. I know. It, it, it really is. It, it is definitely happening to me. Jody Sykes, chief compliance officer, here with us. Uh, she oversees the women's golf program. Uh, in addition to being all of the compliance encyclopedia that we know and love that we have discussed. <laughs> Athletic Director Thursday brought to you by Bymart with women's golf. Uh, you know, I, I was I've been trying to get Coach Radley on the show, but yep. he's been in a t at a tournament in Tennessee. He's been in Europe. He's been. Uh, He's back here for this weekend, and he leaves Tuesday for Taiwan. 
So wow. yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's been he he's been hitting the trail running. So after this trip to Taiwan, he will uh, be here more often and, and just focusing on our team for the next couple of months. Okay. Um, so he will be able to be on on your show coming up uh, in the next in the next month. That's or really what so. matters. Absolutely. It's really. Right? Absolutely. The only thing. And he is so charismatic. You're gonna love his interview. It's, it's uh, in his conversation. And, oh my gosh, he, the the fans, the Duck Insider folks are just gonna love watching him and listening to him talk. And even if you're not a golf person you're going to enjoy Coach Radley. He's he's just a real fun guy to be around. All right, so you're a golf person, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that this news came out yesterday before you came on. Interest in watching Tiger versus Phil as a golf person that you are? I mean, are you excited about this match that they're going to do on Thanksgiving so it's weekend? Honestly, it's really interesting. So for, for the old golfers in, in the world, including myself, most of the time Thanksgiving weekend was about the skins game. Uh-huh. And this was Lee Trevino and, and Jack Nicklaus. And I remember the first time Annika got to play in it. Sure. The first woman who, who got to compete in it, I believe. I, you know, I remember her playing in it. I remember Tiger playing in it because he was, he was still playing in the skins game when it existed. And eventually it went away. So in some ways, I'm like, okay, maybe this is the future of the skins game. It where comes we're back. We're going to have a duel. You know, we're, we're going to have something that comes comes back in it. On the other side, I'm like, seriously, two guys playing for $9 million? Really? <laughs> like, really? What? What? <laughs> Having said that, I am definitely one of the biggest Tiger Woods fans. It, really? You know, I have been. I mean, he's he's my age, right? He is he – is, uh, two months older, three months older than me, something really? like that. Oh. Um, we were in college at the same time. You know, I started following him when he was at Stanford. Like, it just, it, there's this this resonance with, with, I've obviously never even had an inkling of the golf talent that he has. Um, <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun to watch somebody my age just be so dominant really for so good. long. And then to see him come back and to fight through injury and adversity and, some would say stupidity, uh, you know, just for him to get back. is It's just kind of fun. So I am kind of interested to see how it will go. I will be watching. I'm fascinated from – and part of the reason I bring that up with you, and I apologize that I didn't uh, oh, fine. A- I didn't add to our email. <laughs> it's I, all good. I always try and make sure that I, I, I prep everybody so they're not caught off guard when they come on the show. But one of the things that's fascinating to me, and a lot of people in the media have, and fans have kind of made a big deal out of this, is that they're going to have, like, these side wagers that mm-hmm. go on throughout a game. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I'm a terrible golfer, as we've discussed. Absolutely awful. Um, but that's what – these are the sorts of things that made golf fun to me because I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll see if I can hit a putter off the driver mm-hmm. and see what happens. So, mm-hmm. I mean, as a golf – I'll say a golf more – maybe go- more, more of a golf purist mm-hmm. than I am. Mm-hmm. Is that fun, or so is that kind of like, eh? Some golfers won't like it. Yeah. Some, As you said, the purists, the ones who truly want that head-to-head competition, and, it, and in some ways, tr- true purist golfers don't like match play either. Sure. I love match play. I, I do too. love that competitive head-to-head just, you know, you and me, let's go. It's not me at the course. It's you and me. Let's go. Right? I love that. So I like those one-offs mm-hmm. within the within the competition. Um, and, and they've gotten creative over the years in regular amateur tournaments and different things where you have these events after the event or the putting contest within the event or just whatever it might be. So I personally like those. There will be the purists who just think that's completely against the golf game right. and just don't the like it The country club golf, right? A little bit? Uh, Is that a bad phrase for me to use? Yes. Okay, all right. <laughs> Never mind. I, I, I apologize. We have worked hard over the years to make sure that golf isn't just seen as a country club sport. Okay. Programs like the First Tee that are nationwide, yep. um, international golf, you know, there's, there's an intention behind that exposure. There's a growth behind that game mm-hmm. that we want golf to be accessible to more than just the country club athletes to Makes the country sense. club families um and so I, I personally don't use that phrase anymore and don't then like I that phrase just because i want golf to be accessible i want golf to be universal i want people to enjoy golf for a variety of reasons and if tiger and phil in this duel get more people interested in golf especially the younger generation who like those one-off combinations or um maybe somebody who would never have thought of spending four hours on a golf course because they thought it was boring but then they see this with phil and tiger and they're like okay well maybe there's something here yeah that's the advantage i think that we get from that um and and hopefully grow hopefully grow the game you can tell that this is why we talk golf with with Jody Sykes. So I Derek, just have a little passion for it, and just, Derek, just tiny. And Derek Radley, I mean, I've I've seen some of the, uh, shall we say, uh, the the charisma that yes. you alluded to. Yes. That, had, that that must have stuck out. What else about Coach Radley impressed you as we talk new about the new women's? Yeah, golf absolutely. Coach? So he, you know, he in Arizona won a national championship uh, in in May of 2018. Of course, that's very impressive. 
um, his, you know, when you call people about him or when people call you about him, um, there were people that are, are, are trustworthy and reputable and people that not only Rob Mullins, but I trust with decisions who were calling us or when we would call them saying, you know, this is the guy. This is who you want. This is who's going to lead your program mm. to a national title. Um, you know, uh, Coach Rhea and Coach Laura ha- and, and the coaches before them have, had, have done an excellent job of building our program. And we want to continue to build on that. And we want to continue to grow that. And, uh, and Derek's uh, enthusiasm for recruiting and for being the best. And he has the other side of the strategic part as well. Mm. He gets the technique and the swing coaching and, uh, you know, his wife played on the LPGA tour and he caddied for her. So he has LPGA connections and the professional connections. It goes a long way. It does. It goes. And so he had this package Mm. of all of these pieces that just made him stand out above, above everyone else. Um, And then of course, when you, when you do meet him and when you, when you talk to him, the fans or the people or whomever, there is this just sense of, Wow, he, that it factor. Mm-hmm. You never can. I can never define the it factor, but that. But a lot of head coaches that. have it, don't they? And he has that, um, and you'll see that from him when when you when you talk to him or when you see him on interviews and, and, and things. And I'm just, you know, I just think that that's awesome. And and then one of the other telltale signs, and you know, we saw this with with Coach Lombardi with softball, is not a single student athlete asked to leave. That's true. Not yeah. a single student athlete who was committed or who. Uh, had signed with us, who's coming here for 2018, who had signed on the dotted line, asked to be released. That's cool. We didn't lose anybody in softball. We didn't lose anybody in women's golf. And not that that's the only factor, but that's one of the factors where you're like, okay, we got it right. We picked the right person because your student athletes agree and, and they see the benefit of this coach that's coming in. Um, and so that for me was, was also a telltale sign that maybe, hopefully, knock on wood, we, we did a good job with this hire, and, and we are going to continue to build uh, on, on what's been established and what's and we're going to grow from there. Talking about Derek Radley, the new women's golf head coach who we hope to have on the show when he's finally in the country <laughs> as he's been out recruiting and yeah. on a bunch of different trips. Jody Sykes is our chief compliance officer. She oversees the women's golf program. Athletic Director Thursday brought to you by Bymark. Get ready for your season for less. We're going to get a break. Uh, come back, talk about some of the changes at Autzen Stadium, how that affects uh, the compliance office, and some other uh, changes around the NCAA landscape that we'll be able to update you on as well. More Athletic Director Thursday coming up after this here on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. When you've got your sights set on a goal, whether it's planting roots, planning your future, or going for the big win, you do what it takes to make it happen. And On Point Community Credit Union can help. We support our community with local banking and lending that unlocks opportunities. Because just like our Oregon Ducks, we play as a team and we win as one too. On Point is a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Join in at onpointcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal opportunity lender. Wherever you go in Oregon, you'll find lottery dollars working. Because you're playing. Supporting what matters to Oregonians. From schools and job creation to state parks and wildlife habitat. And now, veteran services and outdoor school. Win or lose, every dollar you play adds up to a better Oregon for everyone. The Oregon Lottery. Together, we do good things. More Duck Insider coming up on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic. Safe. Effective. Even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit FDA.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Hundo P. Hundo P. Adjective. Short for being 100% sure or certain. As in, if we get a puppy, I'll Hundo P. always walk it. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.
We're back on Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. I'm Joey Mack, and it is Athletic Director Thursday, brought to you by Bymark. Get ready for your season for less. Jody Sykes is our guest. She's the Chief Compliance Officer here at Oregon. Rob Mosley's in the studio as well. Hi, Rob. Rob's helping out with uh, the uh, Dream Team edit of the epic, Go team epic team. quack minute that you're going to see on the at Oregon Football Twitter account coming up. Uh, some of the changes around the NCAA landscape. Uh, what is new this year in, in oh one, compliance and, and getting ready for football season? <laughs> yeah. What's new? Well, uh, you know, the vast things that have passed and everything that's out there, uh, there's just too much to cover. Of course. So that's the, the standard. I know, right? Uh, the, so the big things are, are that have been talked about a lot over the summer are, are unofficial visits and official visits for sports other than football um, and men's and women's basketball. Uh, a lot of changes in men's basketball in the, in the last couple of weeks. We'll get, we can get to those on a future show. Um, and then within the, those official unofficial visits, the timing and how we logistically handle that and what that looks like for the coaches. Uh, coming up in October, we also have the change to how transfer work and the, the transfer policy so th- that those rules have been passed but the implementation happens and it's effective October 15th um, you know within the, the the local landscape we've obviously got the no re-entry policy which affects compliance a little bit the clear bag policy um, helps us there we go clear I bag. have one clear bag everybody use your clear bags That's 12 right. by 12 by 6 clear bags are great please please and thank you um, so we uh, you know have have that going on the re-entry policy uh, helps make our jobs in compliance a little bit easier because we don't have to worry about uh, somebody taking their ticket and going out and selling it and, and having somebody be able to get in on that. Not that that was ever an issue here, but it could have been. It was something we guarded against. And any time that his ticket came up as scanned, we go, look into huh. it. Yeah, yeah, we had to kind of just pay attention to why that was happening. Um, you know, so and it, But it has changed a little bit of our, you know, how we educate our recruits, what we're saying to high school coaches that are coming to the game, um, you know, making sure that our official and unofficial visits get the word before they get there so that they're leaving their gear in the hotel room or they're, they have a bag with them or, uh, you know, we're making sure that they know where the bag check is, if that's how it's going to be. Uh, just a little more education, and it's just transition. Everybody will get used to it. You know, we've been dealing with this on the road for some time yeah. in terms of both no reentry and clear bag policies. And if any NFL game that you've gone to, as I'm sure you all have covered, you know, it is part of this clear bag process and usually no reentry. So it's just an adaptation. I think after a couple games, everybody will, will get the hang of it. But uh, from a compliance perspective, it does make a couple of things a little bit easier. Um, and just working through some of the logistics, like some folks were worried about, okay, but if I want to go see the march and then go back and tailgate because that's been my normal plan, what do I do? And I'm like, well, you have some options. You either stay in the, in the Mashovsky Center after you come in and watch the march from there and hang out, you know, around there for your tailgating. Or, you know, you, you see the march from outside the, the facility where your ticket hasn't been scanned yet, and then you go out and tailgate and come back when you're ready. Um, you know, th- so just working through the logistics of, okay, what are your options now that these are, are the restrictions in place? We've done our best, at least I've done my best, I think, on the show to remind everybody about all the different changes. Godux.com slash game day has you covered. Godux.com slash clear bag for all the specifics on the clear bag policy. I think that anytime there's change, there's always some apprehension to it, but sure. I think overall these are going to be good changes Absolutely. around the fan experience. It'll be faster to get into the stadium. The safety issues are, are going to be better. It will be we'll know a little bit better about what's being trying to be snuck into the stadium. Hopefully, sure. um, you know. And in terms of reentry, that you know, there's a lot of safety protocols that that will help us with. Um, and I know for some fans, it seems like a huge change, but in the end, I, I really do think it will provide a better experience, not only for the student athletes on the field, but for the fans in the stadium. I think you're right, and I think uh, you know, selfishly for me, uh, the third quarter atmosphere is something right. I'm really excited about. Right. With the no reentry, I think a lot of times people hear the horn and they go uh oh I, I, I gotta get back you know? over, yeah. so I, I hope that the I, I hope that that continues especially as the conference last year experimented with that shorter halftime mm-hmm. you know we're moving in that direction mm-hmm. around the country mm-hmm. so volleyball right intermission now in volleyball is five minutes right. instead of whatever 10 minutes or whatever yeah used to so be. you're you're mm-hmm. seeing more and more of those shortened intermissions and halftimes and I, I think that it just makes a lot of sense athletic director Thursday is brought to you by Bymart. she's Jody Sykes the chief compliance officer here at the University of Oregon what else is going on what are the projects you got up right oh now? my goodness well I mean as you all know football and and soccer and volleyball are back so making sure that those student athletes are properly cleared and we're you know starting that process once again for for academic clearance we've also we're still in summer term three you know unlike unlike the rest of the semester country who has started class and is starting class this week or last week uh, you know we're technically still in summer school we actually just started the third term of summer school on Monday so uh, working with our students who are either incoming or continuing third summer students we have about 30 incoming track softball baseball a few other sports that are here for that third summer term to kind of get a jump on things 
things, um, you know, and then we have returning students who are here, and and, we, and so kind of just that transition. Most of our sports are back by September 15th, so yep. we're doing a lot of preparation for team meetings and gear issuance and all the forms that the NCAA requires us to do and distribute those out and make sure they're in. A lot of paperwork. Um, and, and compliance is, pap is a lot of paperwork. It's electronic these days for most of you who are worried about recycling. Um, we do try to do most everything, <laughs> you know, electronically. But and for your is. back. And for, and for my back. Carrying stuff <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, so we we, we do the, we have this yearly cycle, right, where we have to go through all of these things. So a lot of it right now is making sure, okay, do we have all of our sit forms updated? Do we have our systems in place? The has, the, has the system been rolled over? Do the coaches have what they need? Uh, you know, we started up with rules education again. We had our, our August rules education with our coaches. Right there. Right over there in yeah. the theater. Yep, exactly. Um, you know, so we, we do that on a monthly basis with the coaches. So making sure that we have our plan set for that, for the, for particularly for the fall term, um, you know, looking at game day. We've had maybe three or four meetings already about ticketing on game day and what changes do the coaches staff need to make f this year that they may be different from what we did last year. Uh, do the other sport coaches understand the procedures for pregame sideline and, uh, you know, how to come through the south gate and what they need to bring and, you know, and just making sure, you know, do we have the tickets set up? Have they been requesting them? Just, you know, so how to make it run smoothly. Yeah, logistical things because we want the fans and the recruits and the parents and everybody to have a great experience, but there are also these things we have to do to make sure we're compliant. So we try to work with the coaches, uh, not only football staff and, and, and that side of things, but also the non-football sports that come to football games and other sports, for that matter, and make sure they have a good experience. It's ever-evolving, isn't it? It is. It is. And we try to tweak it, and we try to make it more efficient, and we try to make it more user-friendly, and some of that's education, and some of that's systems, and you, you just keep working at it and try to keep up and not get behind and maybe even be inventive on some things where we're trying to be ahead of, ahead of the curve uh, on some things, but onboarding of new coaches, um, you know, we talked about Coach Radley, but we also have three other new head coaches and multiple assistant coaches that we've been onboarding, and that takes a compliance piece, too. It's not just the human resources onboarding or, or the media onboarding or whatever it might be. You know, there's there's pieces of compliance that are that are there as well. Um, Talking so with me is the easiest part It is. It is. Absolutely. I, yeah, I mean, everyone <laughs> knows I ask all the hard-hitting <laughs> questions here on Duck Insider. No, but, uh, uh, but yeah, so, we, you know, just a lot of that season startup. Good. Yeah. I could talk to you for hours, but I told you that I'd only keep you for 25 minutes. Whatever you need, Joey. We've I hit our 25-minute mark. Thanks. <laughs> wow, that's that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> that's a lot of pressure. But that is part of it. You know, I, I say that jokingly, but that, that's a lot of what compliance is, isn't it? I mean, Absolutely. You guys have to kind of figure things out quickly. For sure. And, and that's part of why I love my job. And we've talked about this before in previous shows and stuff. But, you know, even though I do get some questions that are the same, I get new new ideas and new new impacts and new feedback. And the rules change or the coaches get creative on something. And so it's never stale. I get to figure things out and I get to talk about things differently or we get to try to be innovative in a world that doesn't seem like it would normally Sure. innovation, right? Because uh, we're talking about monitoring and you're talking about enforcement and you're talking about rules education. Um, so we, we do get a chance to do some of that on occasion. Uh, new crops of interns that come in, so you get to teach them and help them grow and learn. And, um, you know, just the, the fun part of it not being the same cookie cutter job day in and day out I, it's different every day um and i like that some people don't i like that just okay here we go here was the to-do list didn't get any of it done did all these things try the to-do list again that's tomorrow right. we'll that's see how right. it goes that's usually how an email inbox gets destroyed yep. i know that feeling all absolutely all too well i think anybody <laughs> in athletics does she's jody sykes the chief compliance officer here at the university of oregon and Thanks for being here. Thanks. I thanks appreciate for having it. Me. Hey, and again, thanks for uh, adjusting on absolutely, short notice. Absolutely, absolutely. Thanks We've for letting me in the new studio. Yeah, I love it. it. Yeah, thank you. We, need, I've got to get love compliance one of these so that you know it says compliance on days when I'm here. Let's do it. Let's tape it up. Yeah. Put it put it right down. I, underneath. I think I think it's perfect. Uh, the, <laughs> we actually did get a comment. I, I pardon me, I didn't see who it was, but that they missed the duck store background. Well, hey, you still got some of the duck store background. Uh, our buddy Richard here, our mannequin, yeah. is, is decorated with duck store stuff. See? All this stuff is from the duck store. There you go. The women in flight line. So we need like compliance. Compliance shirts. We'll just we'll figure that out. Okay. I'll get with Pooh on that. Good. We'll uh, <laughs> we'll make it happen. Thanks again, Jody. We really appreciate Thank it. You. And enjoy game day. We're nine days away. That's oh my goodness. Ready or not. Take a breath. Right. Coming up next, Mario Cristobal, head coach, Oregon football. We'll hear from him. Uh, we did not get to his interview yesterday because, well, it was really long. So we're going to have the entirety of <laughs> Mario Cristobal's interview with the media yesterday. Next, Duck Insider here on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Hey, will you hand me a bag? Here's another can. The founder of the Boy Scouts of America said, the real way to gain happiness is to give it to others. Scouts here in Eugene are doing just that with Bottle Drop Give. 
The money they earn from collecting bottles and cans at football tailgates pays for scout trips and training. So do twice the good. Recycle your empties and donate your refund to a nonprofit like the Boy Scouts. Bottle Drop Give. At Mackenzie Willamette Medical Center, our focus is the evolution of emergency care. We're expanding our ER, giving you greater access to the care you need, from the area's only accredited chest pain center to posting our current average ER wait time and our commitment to the 30-minute ER pledge. We strive to give you more expertise with less waiting. At Mackenzie Willamette, better emergency care begins here. We work diligently to have you initially seen by a medical professional within 30 minutes of your arrival, owned in part by physicians. Your daily dose of Oregon athletics. This is Duck Insider from IMG. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Open calendar. What's my schedule looking like? Next Thursday, you will be caught in an emergency flash flood between Park and First Street. What? No. No, that, that doesn't work. I'm, I'm busy then. Decline. De decline. Floods don't exactly work around your schedule. Disasters don't plan ahead, but you can. It starts with talking to your loved ones about making an emergency plan. So don't wait. Communicate. Get started today at ready.gov plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Welcoming you back to Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Today's show brought to you by the RV Corral. Enjoy the adventure. Every week, the game day timeline will be brought to you by the RV Corral and the brand new RV lot sponsor for all of our out-of-town guests. You're going to love what the RV Corral is doing around here at Autzen Stadium. The first game day timeline, we'll have it for you coming up next week as it's almost game week. The Ducks on the practice fields today. Actually, at Autzen today, just went through kind of a lighter walkthrough, a little lighter workout after yesterday's situational scrimmage and some scrimmage periods toward the end. So not really a ton to report, honestly, which is part of the reason why Mosley and I uh, elected to have our good buddy Cyrus Bibilicchio and Sean Kilpatrick do the quack minute today that you'll see coming up at Oregon Football on Twitter in just a little while. Yesterday, we did not get a chance to get to Coach Cristobal's interview with the media because he talked with the media for about 15 minutes. So we... Had to turn it around rather quickly, but we got the entirety for it, of it for you today. Let's hear from Coach Cristobal. Good morning of uh, a football knots in stadium. Uh, game day processes. Coaches up in the box, playing red zone ball, four minute ball, two minute ball. Um, move the chains. Last play of the game. Uh, Fifteen seconds on the clock and having a couple shots from the 15 yard line. We we put them in difficult situations for both sides of the ball. Uh, tested some guys at different positions, see who can do what, and uh, feel like we had some uh, some progress, and you know, shed some light on possibly who's who's trying to push ahead, who's trying to push ahead. And that being said, um, the competition is pretty thick. It is. There is no relenting by the team at all. Everybody's pushing and grinding, knowing that uh, this final stretch right here before game prep is, is really important. You mentioned yesterday a couple positions that are. So up for grabs to today, lend any more clarity to some of those spots? I think we'll find some when we watch tape. I do. I think it's maybe the ones that we thought about already. I don't think anything magical happened out there today. I do think that we are learning that being a relentless competitor requires the words relentless to mean something. We can't start this thing fast, take a little dip in the middle, and then pick it up at the end. It's got to stay the course the whole way through. We have improved in terms of the penalty situation, but it still doesn't, it's not where it needs to be. We have officials at every single practice. Uh, we're asking them to be extremely strict on everything that they seek to help us get better, not just to penalize our team, but to help us get better. And we see, um, you know, I just I want to mention the quarterbacks again. Those, uh, you know, we know Justin has really done a really, really great job since he's been here, but both those other guys, Braxton and Tyler, they keep coming on strong and, and proving that they can, they can make plays and run the offense. Yesterday when we were down there, some potential starters looked like they were in various states of availability. Mm -hmm. Thinking of Nick Pickett, T.J. Burdell, Adam Stack, mm -hmm. and uh, Diamador. What yes. are those guys' availabilities and their outlook for the season opener? 
in terms of outlook. Oh, they'll be full go. They'll be full go. Um, let me go one by one. The first one you mentioned was picket. Yeah. This upper extremity, minor, uh, should be good to go within a day, maybe two days. Diamador was uh, just cramped up a little bit, so we wanted to hold him. Uh, but he was said nothing, you know, nothing out of this world. And Adam, we wore out his leg pretty good early in camp, and so we're making sure that he's recovered and ready to go. So we've been fortunate. We can't keep knocking on that wood wherever you might find it. And uh, and we've gone, we've gone live tackling a significant amount of time and had some pretty extensive scrimmages. So it's a, a tribute, a testament to the strength conditioning program that we uh, carried out in the course of the offseason. And at the same time, it's a testament to the players of learning how to stay up and practice fast. Because when you're on the ground, you're going to have injuries. We've done a good job staying up. And CJ Verdell, sorry, I was on that one. CJ should be good to go as well. He has, uh, I know he's been limited for the past couple weeks. Uh, he tweaked for... You know, nothing too major, but you want to be careful anytime you tweak a muscle. Uh, he did. You know, we're not making that a secret. And uh, but he's been just about full go. We're just being a little bit overcautious, maybe, in, okay. the, in the right way. In yeah. the right way. And, they and Dallas are in the mix on the offensive line. It's even mm -hmm. bigger than it was already. Are you seeing the tempo you want with the offense, with the addition of more of the big offensive line that you're looking for? Well, I think all those guys. I mean, you know, Capra and, and Brady Yellow and George Moore have really done a good job so all those guys as well as Panay and um and Dallas are all they're all fighting for playing time now fighting to be starters and fighting fighting for playing time and we tell them there's a line we got to draw and that line you know signifies who above it can help us win a championship and who below it is not quite ready yet so they're the whole goal is to get them all above that line they've pushed for it I mean they're in there an incredible amount of extra time to try to make sure they gain an edge in any way they can and we help them do so so to, to me, the best thing we have done for our roster is bring in good players to increase the level of competition. It fix, it always, it's always going to fix everything. So I know people talk about recruiting and everything else, but one of the, the best parts about recruiting is that, you know, kind of turns it up on everybody a little bit, right? And it should be that way. It should be that way. Heck, today, you know, I think it's important to note, you know, Coach Bellotti was here today. It's great to have, but it intensifies that much more for us, for me as coaches, right? You set a really high standard here. We want to live up to the expectation and uphold the legacy. So, uh, again, anytime uh, you could add those aspects to your football team, it's going to make you better. But you and Marcus said you still want to play with a high tempo on offense. Oh, with bigger yes. bodies, and you're seeing Oh, both absolutely. Seeing both. Yeah, no, those big boys, a lot of them came in at 368 plus. Yeah. Recent, one of them was in Moon Pounds 368. He was about 390. Yeah. And the 390s down to 360, and the 360s are down to 341-ish, 42-ish. we got to still get down about 330. That would be you know, what we call fighting weight, right? You want to you know, prepare for a heavyweight fight. Uh, but they can move, and they've played a significant amount of their careers in high school at, at that weight and move very well. So uh, every body type is different. You know, Shane Lemieux is 316, 318. Uh, Throckmorton's you know, between 312 and 321. And then you know, you've got some of the oversized guys. That Nike's still trying to fit those guys. So we'll, we'll find a way to get them in shape. How's Kano doing during game week approaches? Come on strong today now. Had a couple really nice grabs. Grabbed himself a touchdown as well. Uh, Big-bodied guy with strong hands that can run. Uh, I don't think uh, because he weighs 270 pounds, I think people think that he's uh, he's not a, a runner and a guy that can stretch the field. This guy can run, and uh, we're pleased with the progress we saw with him today. And he's in a that's a that's a position that we feel really strong about because um, Jacob Breeland, um, Ryan Bay, Cam McCormick, Spencer, all those guys have done really well. Because of what we've seen in camp, I think it's worthy to note though, that these guys are going to be a big factor in our offense. They're good at the line of scrimmage, they're good off the ball, and they're good outside not only as blockers but as receivers. So it's, uh, they've earned the right to be on the field. So us using misplaced personnel and having multiple formations out of two and three tight end sets is something that we're looking at extensively. You mentioned last week that you, know, you guys are getting pretty far along in establishing that two deep going into into that weekend scrimmage. How much will good individual performances in this final stretch from players move that needle from maybe going from a three to a two or a two to a one? I would say we put a lot of emphasis on that because the right kind of pressure is on, right? It's time to put your resume on film. And if it's close, there's got to be a tipping point. All we have to go by is what we see in practice every single day. So certainly they know that. And we also tell them that we are we're a little bit of a different operation when a guy, let's say he doesn't quite succeed initially at a certain position. We don't we don't throw guys aside. I, I know that some some programs might do that or whatnot. 
We're about finding a way to keep developing those guys and keep them active and engaged because they're going to get it. They're going to get it over time all of a sudden. Does that make sense? That's what's going to happen. That's football. It just That's the nature of the beast. So because of that and because of our strong belief this is a developmental game, we just keep that competition alive and keep the development process going. Are there any guys that are, in, in your eyes, finishing strong or in that process of finishing strong where they might have started a little bit slow? There's a good number. I just don't want to tell them yet <laughs> because they might not want to finish strong. I think that they already have. So it's it, the, the competition has been thick. Um, and I also reminded them, hey, man, let's call it what it is. This is like Chamber of Commerce weather right here now. This the, the conditions haven't been challenging, so the challenge has to come from within, and it has to be us intensifying the tempo of practice, the way we run on and off the field from drill to drill. We have to create... Uh, our own conditioning, right? We have to create our own heat and humidity because right now it doesn't exist. The weather's, it's almost too nice to practice. You know, at some places they cancel practice because it's too bad, it's too hot. Here you should cancel it because it's too nice. You know what I mean? And wait till it gets a little bit hotter or turn up the heat inside the uh, the, the mow. But uh, we can't control that. And we don't have to worry about controlling that. We have to worry about how we practice and the way we push ourselves to put ourselves in, in position to be successful. Maybe not Players, can we maybe get a position group that some of those players are a part of? Guys that are finishing strong? Gosh, I, I'd say the D line, the O line, D line, the O line, the inside linebackers, the outside linebackers, the safety, the corners, the quarterbacks, <laughs> tight ends, and running backs. But we got a, a team that's focused on finishing strong. And they know the standards are high. And what we said in spring holds up. You know, they, we, uh, we, they refuse to tolerate anyone or anything that doesn't uphold the standard that we have set. So we got to hold to those words. and. Like our speaker told us the other night, you know, you, we, we've got to to honor the promise that we made to ourselves at our lowest point last season, right? Not forget about that once that mood is passed. Just because we're in camp right now doesn't mean you forget about what you told yourself and what you promised yourself. Keep that alive and, you know, a lot of work to do and, you know, not much talking to do, but a lot of work to do. Coaches are never satisfied. You always want more, but do you like where your team is right now? We, we, I really like the progress of our team, especially up here, especially from a cultural standpoint. I think culture all day is going gonna, is gonna to beat out strategy. It's going to knock over scheme and whatever comes with it. I think the culture has really taken a tremendous step in terms of accountability, responsibility, dependability, um, durability, understanding that those abilities are just as important as your ability to run fast and jump high and and strike people and knock them backwards. Um, and with that has come the ownership of the playbook in many instances and certainly uh, in others maybe not quite to where we want them, but rapidly gaining ground to where we want them to be. When camp opened up, you talked about depth concerns at D-line and, and offensive, some spots on the offensive line. you feel like now that camp's almost over, you've solved those concerns? Do you feel like better about those groups going into We do. We really do. I, you know, I mentioned uh, a couple of days ago, you know, Drayton Carlberg and the way Gary Baker have come on in terms of just big bodies that could control the line of scrimmage, um, you know, the advancement of, of Popo as well. Uh, those three guys are big-bodied guys that um, a year ago got some playing time and, and were, were just playing okay. Now they're guys that are really making an impact because they're playing with power. Uh, they're playing with relentless effort. They understand the scheme better. So they're making plays. They're helping us win. So, uh, And they're all fighting for playing time. They're all fighting for playing time. So it's helped them. It's helped us. And it's helped the offensive line get better as well. So, uh, you know, I feel better about that. The DBs as well. I feel better about the wide receivers. Some of those young guys have come on, and, and the older guys have really stepped up. And they log a lot of miles now, man. Those guys run like, whew, like there's no tomorrow. So, But uh, they understand that, heck, they may play another 20 years and not have the quarterback situation that we have. So when you have that, you really do everything possible to make it work at the highest level. I know you said you want to keep the tempo, but when you think of, like, Stanford football, people associate – power run game and stout defense under your leadership what do you want Oregon football to be known for or associated with well we you know it's something that we morphed to at the last place I was at we maintain the principles of playing power football at the line of scrimmage while becoming a tempo offense so I you know I don't know I don't think a lot of people watched um, watched this on the west coast when I was over at the other place but we really did I mean the, the power and counter and inside and outside doing your pin and pull schemes your too tight stuff, your open set stuff, all that stuff, it's power football. You're just doing it with tempo. And uh, we felt like we successfully combined it. We did combine a lot of those principles last year, and they really worked out, especially in the second half of the season. So we've, we've morphed to that, and I think a lot of people are. Um, 
we're not gonna we're not gonna be a huddle you know break the huddle you know that's like when I played prehistoric stuff I know I know that's you know I try to teach my son all the time what a huddle is and no one wants to believe it that we actually called plays together and looked at each other eye to eye but um, we are the tempo is really important to us for a lot of reasons and one of them is that it, it still allows us to play with power and we feel it gives us a significant advantage with our conditioning. Conversations about redshirting would probably be going on about now. Prob probably not the case. Is that safe to say? And, and w how will that dialogue change throughout the, the season with the new rule? It'll change as players develop. That's what it'll change. It, that's how it will change. I should say. I think it's uh, it's it's a tremendous blessing, man. I mean, you got to picture yourself. Let's say you went far away from home, right? And you know you're ready to play, man. You're 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 ready. You're the guy. But you get there, and you're not quite to the level of what it takes to be a starter at the power five level. Well, it doesn't mean that game one, if you're not ready, it doesn't mean that you're cut off and now you spend the next 16 weeks on the taxi squad, right? You spend the next one, two, three, four, five, whatever week it takes on the developmental squad to earn your opportunity to play without compromising your redshirt should you need it. Heck, a guy might play game two and be the starter the rest of the time. So I think this is, it's great stuff. Uh, it's uh, it's going to help everybody manage their roster better. It's going to help players, um, I think, mentally be incentivized throughout the course of the season. It's going to help teams when there's an injury late in the year and a player that maybe was going to redshirt has to play. It's not going to compromise his extra year. I mean, the pluses are all over the place. Are you having any conversations now with some of the freshmen about that type of stuff? No, that... need to. Our only conversation right now about getting better. That's it. That stuff in terms of the actual redshirt stuff, that'll play itself out. And we're very candid. We're very upfront. In the way we coach, we're very real. We don't. There's no head fakes to our operation, and you know, it's, sometimes it's not what you want to hear, but it's at least you can respect it because it's real. Uh, and we work with guys at it, so I, everyone has a pretty good idea of where they're at, and they also know that if they want to change, there are circumstances that that's what we're here for to help them get there. A lot of your guys yesterday were gushing praise about Panay. He hasn't been on campus a whole lot, and he plays one of the toughest positions on the whole field. What's it say about? how he, his skill level and the trust he's earned so quickly? Well, you know, he's a, he's a special talent. You know, he's, a, he's, he's very explosive and very powerful. Um, and we all know the ability that he has, you know, at, the, at his stature and whatnot. I think the part that is really uh, why his teammates have taken him in is because what he's made of, he, he's made of the right stuff. He was, he was raised by a couple awesome parents and, and brothers and a family that's as tight as, you know, you could ever imagine. And, uh, he is he really is a relentless competitor he enjoys the physicality of the game he's all about knocking people backwards and he's very smart he's picked up a lot of the offense and a good chunk of the playbook with the help of the older guys and, and he's he's in the mix to to be a big time contributor for us okay guys thank you very much that's Mario Cristobal, the Oregon football head coach. He met with the media yesterday. Uh, he met with the media about 15 minutes before we went on the air. Weren't able to get you that yesterday, so a lot to digest there. Ducks went a little lighter today after that situational scrimmage in Otson yesterday. Coming up, we will tell you a little bit more about the Oregon Football Coaches Show. It's back on Wednesdays this year. Every Wednesday, join us at the Cooler, the number one sports bar in Eugene for the Oregon Football Coaches Show, 705 across the Oregon IMG Sports Network, all thanks to the Cooler starting up next Wednesday. Every game week, we'll talk with Mario Cristobal at the Cooler. Come on down and join us, will you? Up next, we will dive into the schedule ahead for Oregon volleyball and Oregon soccer. First, Jerry Allen as we head to break with this week's Slocum Center Minute. Welcome to the Slocum Center Minute. Slocum Center physicians are located here in Eugene and are the orthopedic team physicians for your beloved Oregon Ducks. Dr. Lisa Pomeranke, a non-surgical sports medicine physician at Slocum Center for orthopedics and sports medicine, is with us today and talks about sports injuries. Doctor, what is the role of injections in sports medicine today? Well, the most common type of injection performed is actually a cortisone injection. The cortisone is a powerful anti-inflammatory, and it's usually mixed with some numbing medication. Sometimes we inject just numbing medication alone as a diagnostic tool. It can be difficult to determine where pain is coming from at times. So if we inject numbing medicine in an area that we think the pain is coming from and this temporarily improves the pain, that tells us we're on the right track. The new injections that a lot of people are hearing about in the news are called PRP or platelet-rich plasma. Blood is drawn from the patient and spun in a centrifuge to get a concentration of platelets and healing chemicals in cells. Although there may be 
promise for helping with tendon repair and other injuries, these injections require further study to prove their efficacy. Doctor, how do you determine which athletes are candidates for injections? The most common reason I use injections for sports-related injuries and pain would be related to what we call tenosynovitis. This is inflammation of the lubricating sheath around the tendons. This inflammation creates friction that produces pain and motion limitation for our athletes. I see this most commonly in tennis players and golfers. This usually occurs on the pinky finger side of the wrist in these athletes. In this case, injection is a cure and not a band-aid. We are careful to choose the right patients and right injuries for injection so further injury does not occur. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Lisa Pomeranke. Tune in next week to learn more about youth throwing injuries and prevention tips from Dr. Michael Keister. That was the Slocum Center Minute brought to you by Slocum Center Orthopedic Team Physicians for University of Oregon Athletics since 1967. Wherever you go in Oregon, you'll find lottery dollars working because you're playing, supporting what matters to Oregonians. From schools and job creation to state parks and wildlife habitat, and now veteran services and outdoor school. Win or lose, every dollar you play adds up to a better Oregon for everyone. The Oregon Lottery. Together, we do good things. When you've got your sights set on a goal, whether it's planting roots, planning your future, or going for the big win, you do what it takes to make it happen. And On Point Community Credit Union can help. We support our community with local banking and lending that unlocks opportunities. Because just like our Oregon Ducks, we play as a team and we win as one too. On Point is a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Join in at onpointcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal opportunity lender. You're listening to Duck Insider. Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Welcoming you back to Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. And today's show is brought to you by the Northport Public House, a new Oregon-inspired restaurant in Crescent Village here in Eugene, serving locally sourced farm to Fort Grubb, open daily, 11 a.m. Joey Mack here with you on Twitter at Joey McMurray. Keep in touch for that new Quack Minute coming up. Uh, the Dream Team has got it done. Looking forward to seeing it at Oregon Football on Twitter. The schedule ahead for the weekend as Oregon Volleyball and Oregon Soccer are both on the road. They're out in Nebraska. They're both playing in tournaments this weekend. Stay in touch at Oregon VB, at Oregon Soccer on Twitter, and GoDucks.com as well. Our usual director, Zach Blaine, is on the road putting together some great video content. Stay in touch at Quack Video as well. We'll tell you a little bit more about what to expect from football for the weekend as we get ready for game week when we wrap up Duck Insider after this here on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Hey, will you hand me a bag? Here's another can. The founder of the Boy Scouts of America said, the real way to gain happiness is to give it to others. Scouts here in Eugene are doing just that with Bottle Drop Give. The money they earn from collecting bottles and cans at football tailgates pays for scout trips and training. So do twice the good, recycle your empties, and donate your refund to a nonprofit like the Boy Scouts. Bottle Drop Give. Everyone wants to give their kids the world, but sending them to college can seem overwhelming. I'm John Zeiser with Country Financial, and I get it. My wife and I graduated with college debt, and we didn't want that for our three boys, Anson, Paxton, and Hawkins. 
So we're taking simple steps to prepare them for college. And Country Financial can help you take simple steps too. Because whether you're our customer or our family, we want you to be successful. Find an authorized representative at takesimplesteps.com. Question. When you walk into the boardrooms of the most successful companies, who do you meet? Answer. Men and women who played high school sports. Education-based high school sports give us more than athletes we can root for. They give us leaders we can depend on. Question. So where will we find tomorrow's leaders? Answer. High school sports. This message presented by the National Federation of State High School Associations and the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. <laughs> Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. on Duck Insider, presented by Point Community Credit Union. Joey Mack here with you inside the studio. I'm looking forward to Oregon volleyball and Oregon soccer over the course of this season. You heard me go through the schedule there briefly, and I think that this is going to be a good test for Oregon volleyball. They play both Nebraska and Texas on the road this weekend. Those are two top ten teams, really perennially. And for Oregon soccer, Nebraska, a good team that they don't know too much about, and then Kansas, kind of the same thing. First real road test for Oregon soccer. They're 2-0 for the first time, and I think that that's going to go a long way as they won two games earlier last weekend against two NCAA tournament teams a year ago. So for Kat Mertz and her squad, uh, along with Matt Ulmer and the Oregon Volleyball squad, I think it's going to be pretty fun to see uh, how they do over the course of this weekend. Uh, Jim Mastro and Alex Mirabal, the running back coach and the offensive line coach for the Ducks, met with the media today. We are out of time on the show, but we will be able to give you those interviews on the show tomorrow. Also of note, uh, cornerbacks coach Dante Williams is going to meet with the media tomorrow as well. And I'm hoping to be able to sit down with Khalif Halasi, who has been, a, I think, pretty outstanding cornerback for the Ducks coming in as a true freshman. And I also am uh, planning on talking with Hockey Woods, who has continued to do more and more things in an Oregon uniform uh, as he has gotten more and more comfortable with the Ducks and the system that Oregon is running. So it'll be quarterback's day on the coach tomorrow after we or on the show tomorrow after we hear from Jim Mastro and Alex Mirabal. Also Jerry Allen's gonna join us. We'll have our University of Oregon Alumni Association keys to the game on the show. And we said that since we don't have any games to really get to yet for Oregon football, we're gonna do keys to the season actually coming up tomorrow. Jerry Allen will join us for keys to the season, his thoughts on the season ahead. And Matt Preem from twenty four seven sports and DuckTerritory.com is going to join us. So uh, we've all seen the recruiting success that the Ducks have ha enjoyed recently, and we may even throw in a few basketball questions for Matt Preem as the best recruiting class in the history of Oregon basketball is uh, just now working out and getting ready for the season as they'll jump into practices before you know it. And, man, before I know it, we're going to be traveling to a bunch of different tournaments this year. It's going to be fun. A tough schedule, actually, for the Ducks coming up. So a lot of interviews on the show tomorrow. Jim Mastro, Alex Mirabal, Dante Williams, a few assistant coaches for the Ducks. And I'm looking forward to having a conversation with Matt Preem. We might throw in a few barbecue references with Matt Preem. He does uh, barbecue on the side. I can say myself from personal experience, now, it's excellent. Now, food reference. You knew I was going to get one in today. And I hope that Matt Preem, uh, if you're listening, Matt, we're, ho we're hoping for some barbecue in the studio tomorrow. All in favor in the studio? Yes. Aye. Aye. We definitely need some barbecue in the studio. John Sargent, the uh, director of food and beverage services, the man in charge of concessions here at the University of Oregon, did bring us fish and chips earlier this week. Dare we make it two lunches this week? I think that we've got a good chance tomorrow. So that's all coming up tomorrow on Duck Insider. We are closing in on game week, everybody. Nine days until kickoff at Autzen Stadium. Nine! Remember, goducks.com slash game day and get yourself a clear bag. They've got them down at the duck store. I've got one in the studio. They're actually pretty nice. Goducks.com slash clear bag. Goducks.com slash game day for everything that you will need. I'm Joey Mack. 
My thanks to Gio and Luther today. The Dream Team for editing. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Whoa, long time no see. It's me, the Rock T-shirt in the back of your closet. Dude, remember? You crowd surfed in me, man. But you haven't worn me in like forever. I get it, you're retired. But I still got some rock left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Sam Weish was a quarterback, head coach, and broadcaster in the NFL. Last year, he became a heart recipient. And now I know what a miracle feels like. My new heart gave me a new mission in life, and that is to get others to sign up to be organ donors. There are over 130 million people that have already signed up to be a part of that. Please sign up to be an organ, eye, and tissue donor. Go to organdonor.gov. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. I rescued Toast from a shelter in 2011. I love Toast because she's a lazy diva. Toast does whatever she wants, obviously. She's sleeping right now. She's so loving. She's so comforting. When I walked into the shelter, I knew right then that she was special. Toast, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. Many medicines used to treat colds and flu contain acetaminophen, a pain reliever and fever reducer found in hundreds of over-the-counter and prescription medicines. But taking too much or more than one medication containing acetaminophen per day can damage your liver. So always read the label and don't take acetaminophen if you drink three or more alcoholic drinks every day. To learn more, visit fda.gov slash otcpaininfo. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Food and Drug Administration. Listening to Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Duck Insider is presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. With a special thanks to University of Oregon Athletics Director Rob Mullins. Duck Insider is an exclusive presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports.